The following podcast contains strong language and frank discussions of violence. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody. Hello. If it sounds like I've been crying, (laughs) you're right. I have been. (laughs) It's not my fault. It's not Michael's. Well, it's not totally Michael's fault. (sighs) We... uh, Am I going to start off being this sappy little idiot? Okay. I had updates or like some crazy stories. I had three very short, like not too much info really known still yet things that I was going to bring to your attention. And now I can't even concentrate (laughs) on that because we started watching last night. I might start crying, guys. We started watching this documentary last night called T24. Tiger 24. Tiger 24. About this tiger in India. And I... I every time we watch an animal documentary, Michael, with like Chimp Empire or whatever, I don't I ball yeah. my face off. I I still can't watch Blackfish. I watched it one time. I I fucking I cried my ass off for and I I wish I was exaggerating and I'm embarrassed to say this. Three, three days. days straight. Bo- sobbing. Yeah. Like someone murdered my entire family right in front of me while I was like strapped up and couldn't help. Yeah. We finished it this morning, right before we started recording, because I fell asleep. Yeah. Um, because we tried these drinks. Should we tell people about these drinks? They're fucking delicious. We're not sponsored. We're not sponsored, <laughs> but you know what? We, we should fucking yeah. contact that company <laughs> and say, I'm going to say, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> so Michael comes to my house yesterday, and we'll get back to the tiger story, but Michael comes to my house last night, and he hands me this tiny little can of what looks like black cherry seltzer <laughs> called Wink, W-Y- W-Y-N-K. And it's got the cutest little winky logo. <laughs> anyway. Um, but it's infused with THC and CBD. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, I had smoked a little. So I was like, let me let that wear off. And then I'll, you know, I'll try some of this. And then we can really give it an accurate, like, a go, see if it works. <laughs> um, I started drinking it. I intended to just have a few sips. It was delicious. Yeah. Doesn't taste weedy right. at all. Tastes like regular seltzer. Tastes like regular seltzer soda, like black cherry soda. It was delish. Michael had a mango one. Yep, very good. And then I continued to smoke. And (laughs) I like passed out like I was on hard drugs. Okay. But you did say (laughs) right before you passed out, I don't feel anything at all. (laughs) And then immediately crashed. I remember dropping my phone because I had my phone in my hand and then you said I aggressively, I remember you going, you aggressively picked your phone back up. Yeah, because I was watching it fall out of your hand in slow motion. Right. And then you just snapped too and all of a sudden like you (laughs) grabbed it like someone was trying to take it from you. Yeah. Yeah, which is my normal um, response. Anyway, so we fell asleep. Michael turned off the documentary so I wouldn't miss anything. And then we watched it this morning and I was so moved by it and I don't I don't even want to tell you but they follow this one tiger he's killed a few people however the people are going into his area so let's knock it off Mm -hmm. if that's the case you should get murdered but anyway then my dog decided to just be fucking absolutely adorable (laughs) and fix her little bed up for maybe like a straight three minutes while we just watched and then she plooped down with the cutest face and then I just started crying (laughs) because she's so fucking cute and she's so old and I just look at her face right now. Yeah. I'm gonna start bawling. I yeah. can't do it. So that's that's the energy we're bringing to you. Today. I don't even so. I don't even care about these fucking stories. I literally have three stupid. I don't even care. I just want to talk about animals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just in a like sappy mood. 
Well, that's uh, that's our spinoff podcast, <laughs> Menagerie Among Friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? I, I could just... I'm not even going to really get into it. I'll just give you, like, the basic headlines of it. There was yeah. a, a chemistry student in Florida who I guess had an issue with one of his neighbors and started concocting, like, this basically an opioid mixture of, yeah. like, methadone and, like, fentanyl. Cool. Somehow and spritzing it under his neighbor's door, and they all started getting sick, the husband, the wife, <laughs> and the baby. Oh, good. And then come to find out they set up cameras and it was like their neighbor just who had some kind of grudge against them just like trying to fucking kill them because they did. sing them. Yeah, they called like fire department, police, building inspector, heating inspector. Like a gas leak or something. AC, you would think. everything. Yeah. yeah. Carbon dioxide, you name it. And everything came out fine. And then the guy was like, I'm just going to set up fucking cameras. Yeah. And so that's that. that so that's that. That's fucking Florida for you. Okay. Right. Yep. So there's that one. Uh like I, I'm not even going to really get into it. Uh, this is up in uh, roundabouts your neighborhood <laughs> um, in Newton. Uh, well, you're not. It's a little. It's a little, little bit but north, but yeah. it's not my state. It's yours. Um, FBI my, my was there is. searching a, a house. They don't really. Nobody's really saying what it was. Um, but uh, local news. <laughs> Sky Five. I'm sure you're On aware. The scene. Yeah. You know, uh, flew over it. it the, the home was at 24 Fairfield Street. Yeah. And uh, there were people there with uh, shirts that uh, were marked FBI evidence response team. They're taking boxes and bags. We don't know why. Nobody knows. Nobody there was knows. a couple outside uh, grasping onto each other, but uh, that's all we know right now. <laughs> Newton, my guess would be some form of insider trading. <laughs> I mean,. It is a richy, rich, rich. You think so? Either town. that, or maybe there was a. Oh, it's very possible. The other thing too. It's like a murder or some shit. Maybe. Uh, and then really quick, because like I said, I just can't stop thinking about the tiger, and my dog keeps looking at me, and I, I'm so distracted. <laughs> um, a man in California, back in uh, 2012, he went missing. Courtney Nathan Jones Boda or Bada B O T T A, um, called his mom for a ride. She went to go pick him up. He was not there. Then he went missing, and then they finally just recently found his body. Um, and that's all I can tell you, because I can't stop thinking about this horrible treatment of the tiger named T24, but I want to call him Figuera. But that's just me. That's not, uh, his, that's not his name. It is. In my head, it is. In my head, in my heart, it is. Because okay. The Jungle Book is my favorite Disney movie of all time. Yeah, we know. Ever. <laughs> we know. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. We should probably watch it. Oh. Anyway, and my dog, I wish I could just, we should take a picture of the dog and put her on. I'm going to take a picture of what she looks like right now. And yep. then you guys can go to our Instagram. MAF and Podcast Show. MAF at MAF Podcast Show. And you can see my puppy. And I just took the picture right now. So you're going to actually get what I'm looking at. And you'll see why I'm distracted. Mm-hmm. Well, Michael, over to you. <laughs> I'm done for the day. Great. I don't need you for this part at all. So. Okay, cool. <laughs> This is the story of Kelly Cochran, the Devil Woman of Michigan. The year 2014. The place, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. The crime, murder. The <laughs> twist, possible involuntary cannibalism? Involuntary cannibalism? Yeah. No. If you ever secretly feed me human flesh, I'm going to be very perturbed. Well, lucky for you. Ugh.
If I were, oh my God, the dog. She's anyway, <laughs> I have to stop looking over there. I know. Uh, I don't cook. So if I were to try to. I don't cook. Yeah. I don't clean. But yeah. let me tell you how I got that ring. A, A. Uh, sorry. Anyway. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> we're going to have a short story from me this week, as you can tell from my very punchy opening. <laughs> Kelly Cochran was born and raised in Merrillville, Indiana. She happened to grow up living next to a fella named Jason Cochran. The two were high school sweethearts and got married after Kelly graduated in 2002. Their vows included a caveat that is probably considered unusual. If either spouse cheated, the offended party would either get to kill the lover or kill their partner. Oh! Oh! I think I heard about this. Yes. Because I know about that pact, unless multiple people have that. For a while, that kept the marriage faithful. Well, yeah. For a while. That's a healthy fear. Yeah. If you believe the other person would actually do it. Right. During the early years of the marriage, Jason worked servicing swimming pools until his back gave out after a decade. He's a pool boy. With Jason in frequent pain, Kelly had to pick up the professional slack so the couple could pay their bills. As the debts mounted, the pair moved up to Michigan in 2013. And also not not to take advantage of the legal marijuana up there. Hey... I might have partaken of some legal marijuana <laughs> this morning. <laughs> the confluence of Kelly having to bring in more money and the move to Michigan resulted in Kelly meeting a man 20 years her senior named Christopher Regan. Oh, boy. They met mm-hmm. at a factory job manufacturing parts for the Navy. When their affair started, not only was Kelly married, but Chris was also dating a woman named Terry O'Donnell. Apparently, despite the pact, Kelly and Jason's marriage wasn't all it was cracked up to be. I mean, if you have to... Let me stop you there for a second. Yeah. If you have to make a pact like that before you're about to commit yourselves to each other in front of family, friends, community, God, and all in sundries, right? (laughs) Yes. And you have to make a pact like that. Yeah. Hey, if you cheat on me, wow, that's... Maybe consider... Just a prenup. Reconsider (laughs) the... The union. Yeah. A prenup is usually you know, good enough. <laughs> if you're already saying, hey, if you, yeah. when you, should you, could you, yes. you know, maybe don't marry that person. I don't know. Uh, Kelly was claiming abuse in the relationship, of course. <laughs> no, her lip. She's sitting with her lip on her paw and she just did a heavy sigh. You guys, how are we going to get through this episode? I don't know. Uh, and her relationship with Chris allowed her to live uh, a more single kind of lifestyle. Okay. So she was gallivanting yeah. around town with her co-worker, okay. living it up. Yeah. Know. However, two things happened almost at the same time. Chris and Terry decided to patch up their relationship, and Jason finds out about the affair. Uh-oh. Bad timing for yeah. everyone involved. Jason asked Kelly how she would make it up to him this affair yeah the answer he was looking for was pretty obvious no i would have said you could <laughs> can i say it i think you have to now i'd be like you know that thing that you're always asking me to try to do and i always say no yeah you can do that okay. <laughs> i won't i won't say it but i think you know what i'm talking yeah. about yeah kelly agreed Back, don't love nope. kelly agreed Ooh-hoo. no no come on kelly agreed that she would lure Chris to the house by promising him sex. And 
Jason would be allowed to kill him. Oh, thank you for your permission. Yes. That was the answer that he was looking for. Well, they made up, Michael, they made a pact when they got married. Despite agreeing to patch things up with Terry, Chris went to Kelly's. No. And right in the middle of doing it, Jason emerges from the shadows and executes Chris point blank with a 22 caliber rifle. I mean, well, that's what you... Well, no, all right. <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but, like, if you just said to your wife, you're in the kitchen with your wife, honey, yeah. you're holding her hands, you're gazing into her eyes, yeah. I love you so much, I'm so sorry yeah. that this happened, I really want to work this out with you, yeah. please let's, let me make it up to you, let me show you how much I want to make it work, and she says, I'm so hurt by you, <laughs> but I also love you so much, I made a vow to you, in be- for better or worse, this is worse, let's get through it, yeah. and then you go, I'll be right back, <laughs> and you, <laughs> you go next door, fuck your neighbor! <laughs> And then you get shot in the head. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess. You probably should have waited for the next sentence. In nearly no time at all, Uh Kelly handed Jason a buzzsaw so they could cut up the body. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Still in the that's what you get category. Oh, I'm not really saying that's what you get, but you know what I mean. Yeah. You reap what you sow, maybe is a better way to say it. These are where the claims of cannibalism would stem from. Okay. Later on. Yeah. Neighbors would recall not only hearing the power tools late the night the Cochrans were cutting up Chris Regan, right? But the couple also hosted a barbecue the very next Don't day. Don't you? And served quote lots of meat. Don't you f- want to throw up in my mouth? The police the never took the claim seriously, and that detail was why never didn't, brought into the case. Why this didn't is, they actually check? Why didn't they get samples? I don't know. I'll sh- shit in a bucket, and you can check and tell me if there's anything in there that's not supposed to be in there. Well. Probably because of how the rest of this goes. Okay, but if you lived just next because door, of timing. Now, if you're next door say. neighbor, yeah, at three in the morning, yeah, you heard a hacksaw, yeah, or something. Well, they're just breaking down a side of beef. That's all. In three at three a.m. for the barbecue. Wouldn't you? At you one, gotta start smoking that meat early. At least be suspicious, or two, call the cops and go. It's fucking three a.m. These guys are running power tools. Can you come over here and ask them to cut the shit? I don't know. No? I don't know. Am I doing the shocker right now by accident? I was counting on my fingers and I just realized I'm doing the shocker. Go ahead. You are great. (laughs) Uh, The police never took the claim seriously and that detail was never brought into the case officially. This is just a conspiracy theory that the neighbors started coming up with. Okay. But the timing of how this continues to unfold makes them looking into this nigh impossible. Okay. What police did need to do was find Chris's body when finally, after 10 days, Terry reported him missing. (laughs) Why did you wait 10 days? I don't know. Oh, my God. By this point, Kelly and Jason had dumped the body in the woods and done their level best to hide the evidence of their crime. Okay. Their level best turned out to be shit. (laughs) Because when they parked Chris's car on the outskirts of town... Neither of them noticed the post-it note with directions to their house inside. (laughs) Chris needed directions to Kelly's house. He wrote them down. He left them in the car. And there you go. Oh, my God. Remember when I said, you get what you get? Yeah. Yeah. Police went to the house to find Jason on edge and Kelly rather relaxed. (laughs) When investigators later questioned them separately, Kelly admitted to the affair, but claimed an open marriage. Yeah. 
Meanwhile, Jason seemed more than a little upset by the cheating. For a time, police didn't have enough evidence to conclusively tie the Cochran's to the crime, and the case went cold. <laughs> oh, I love a cold case, Mike. The FBI was brought in, and in 2015, they executed a search warrant on the Cochran's home. Yeah, please when, tell me they found uh, viscera. When evidence bones. was finally uncovered in the home, the couple fled back to Indiana. It was in Indiana where the case would take a surprising turn when, on February 20th, 2016, Kelly called 911 and reported that her husband was not breathing. No. Oh. Jason was pronounced dead at the hospital. Mm-hmm. What happened? Mm-hmm. It initially looked like a heroin overdose. Listen, if two people yeah. commit a crime, yeah. the only way to kind of get out of it yeah. is to get rid of the other person right. who can testify against you. Yeah. So... Looked but like they were married. They could claim, can't they claim spousal um, each other so they don't have to talk at all? But then why wouldn't you speak? If you don't speak in your own defense, you can mm, you could still speak in your own defense but not incriminate your partner. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, unless it's impossible to do to so. Not to not to separate them. Amendment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they initially thought it was a heroin overdose. Turns out Kelly deliberately overdosed her husband. You don't mean to tell me that perhaps these four people mingled with illicit substances do you uh, i'll sh- i'll show you kelly <laughs> oh boy um so kelly deliberately overdosed yeah and then smothered him with a pillow for good measure well once the medical examiner discovered that jason's <laughs> true cause of death was yeah. asphyxiation police knew kelly was the one responsible she should have rolled him over and then said he must have suffocated himself with his face and then put, oops, I shouldn't have said that. Don't commit crimes. Do not do bad things. Kelly would later claim that she was resentful of Jason for killing Chris. She tried to make it seem like she loved Chris, which is strange because during Jason's memorial service, she said dealing with his loss was, quote, the hardest thing I will ever have to deal with. Sure. Which, at the same time, uh, she was pawning her stuff so she could flee. <laughs> As you do. Yeah. A detective in Indiana named Jeremy Ogden was investigating Jason's death and somehow managed to develop a rapport with Kelly before she fled. Mm, yep. For some reason, Kelly kept in touch with Ogden via text while on the land. Let me guess. She had a weird crush on him and, uh, you know. She even texted that she was hiding out on the West Coast to throw them <laughs> off the scent. Yeah. Police only had to track her phone, though. Well, yeah, I was going to say. And they knew where she was. Right. After finding her again, Ogden surveilled Kelly for a time. Yep. After noticing she often went to a park and sat near a specific tree, he got an idea. Any guesses I... as to what that idea is? So, had they ever met, you said? Or are they just only... Yeah, con- he's uh, interviewed her in... Okay, so she knows what con- he looks like. Because yeah. I was going to say, maybe he just, like, <laughs> strolls up and sits next to her on the park bench and strikes up a Forrest Gump-type conversation. <laughs> Please tell me he hides in a bush. I All I can picture is a cartoon where he's dressed like a fucking bush, and then she looks away, and the bush moves, <laughs> like, close it to her, or he's in, like, a trash can, and all you can see is, like, binocular eyes out the fucking trash can. Oh, God. Into that tree, yeah. the detective carved, Chris is here, to try to scare Kelly into thinking she was being haunted. <laughs> Please tell me, is this something he learned in the academy? The night when Kelly saw the carving, yeah, he saw her running through the woods, 
backing her truck out and taking off. Wouldn't you? That was the night Kelly came clean. Either that, I would either think I was being haunted or I would be looking around for Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> like, am I on a prank show? Because it's not funny. She admitted to Ogden that Chris had been murdered. At first, she claimed that Jason shot him and first forced her to remove the bullet from his skull. Ooh. Police didn't buy that Kelly was a victim in this. She fled again to Kentucky, <laughs> yeah. but was tracked down and arrested. Right. It was then that she revealed she had prior knowledge about Jason's intent to kill Chris, you know, because of the pact. <laughs> Kelly pleaded not guilty to Chris's murder. At trial, Kelly's defense attorney argued that Jason acted alone because he was jealous and angry that his wife was involved with another man. Mm -hmm. Cochran testified about the abuse she claimed she suffered in her marriage. The prosecution challenged all of those abuse claims against Jason. Mm -hmm. After three hours of deliberation, the jury found Kelly Cochran guilty on that's, all charges. That's pretty quick. Including first degree premeditated murder for her involvement in Chris Reagan's death. She was sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole in a separate case. She was sentenced to an additional 65 years for Jason's death. Yeah. You may be wondering how Jason found out about the affair that started this whole thing in the first place. <laughs> Please tell me she told him to make him jealous. Police say oh, no. Kelly herself <laughs> told Jason when Chris declined to have a more serious relationship with her. Because he was going to try to work it out with his fucking wife, dude. Yep. So. And so she got jealous and she... She spitefully told her husband, guess what? I had an affair on you, so I guess yep. you're going to have to fucking kill him now. Yep. <gasps> she knew exposing the affair yeah. would result in Chris dead one way or another. Or, 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 or the husband could have been like, you're a cheating bitch. I thought that was kind of like, you know, you say that. If you ever cheat on me, like, I'll kill you. <laughs> right. It's like a cute, stupid thing that like couples do, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm not in a relationship. So cute. But like, you know. To actually think, this is what I said at the top, right? It, only if you actually think the other person, if I, if I say to you, right. if you get another best friend, I yeah. will actually fucking murder you. Yeah. Am I going to murder you for real? No. I'm just not going to be friends with you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to murder your heart. Yeah. But like, you have to actually believe you. So he, how would she know if he actually meant it? Like, maybe it's yeah. just a thing that they said, you know, but then she's like, no, you said it. You have to do it. Like, I mean... Who knows? Who knows? People on drugs do weird things. I mean, yeah, that is a fact. Now, this tiny detail where she kind of intentionally set this whole thing in motion makes me slightly more inclined to believe her other claim. Prosecutors said that Kelly bragged in interviews about killing several other people, perhaps as many as nine. Because of like affairs or just on her own? Or with on her, her own. husband? Oh. There's a chance we have an undercover serial killer here. Right. But investigators still have work to do to prove any of it. Unless she was ODing them and they yeah. just thought that they were right. you know, so drug addicts that OD'd. She's got her uh, prison braggadocio going. So yeah. we don't know if that's actually true. Did she give any like like names of people so that they can actually they're check? Still, they're still they're, investigating. They're, right there's, now they're there's investigating. Like, yeah, oh, there's, there's not much that I okay. was able to find out Ooh. about those claims. Yeah, but. yeah. That's an, and can you imagine if she's like a serial killer? Yeah. Um, so, no matter what, Kelly Crockerin is behind bars for the rest of her life. Yeah. And that was the story of the devil woman oh my God. of Michigan. Let's write her a letter. As we like, know Just it. tell us who they are. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll mention you on the podcast. Maybe she likes the fame, and then we can help nail her to the wall. Well, she well was, she's already in jail forever, I mean, at this point. But yeah. it would be good for the families. But, I mean, she's not going to get more punished, you know? Right. 
So it's kind of. If anything, she'd get a bigger rep in jail, right? I guess. I mean, if that's the kind of thing that you (laughs) look up to, I guess. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. There's probably people in jail that are horrified by shit like that because they did other stuff, you know? Yeah. Everybody has got a line. Yeah. Everybody draws a line somewhere, right? Like a lot of people in there for just marijuana offenses. Uh, Right. Or like white collar crimes do they go to they probably don't go to the same yeah, areas different, different but or what if you just like so I don't know because say, you'll go to maximum security for weed right. but you'll go to minimum security for, for like securities millions of dollars <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but like what if you were a drug dealer right but you like never quote unquote never murdered anyone clearly you have but like by proxy well yeah I mean if you're and then like, but then somebody the comes in and they go dealer. I killed like eight dudes and they're like I'm horrified yeah. by that if you're the neighborhood dealer not really like protecting your territory sure <laughs> you could still go to jail for dealing but right, right you never had to like protect your rep <laughs> right, right. as I often have to do when <laughs> punks step to me <laughs> yeah I can attest to that where sometimes I have to pull him back yeah. You know, hold him back. His rage gets out of control, guys. Well, we apologize for the shorter episode this week. Um, I'm being so blubbery. I just can't. I don't know what it is this been, week. I'm, it's been a week, man. Yeah, there's been, it's been a time for, for both of yeah. us with just personal things. So, yeah. uh, you know, effort is going in other directions all day, every day. We do apologize. Once. Yes. But, you know, didn't want to leave you hanging. Also... Worth mentioning. Yeah. This is the 60th episode. Oh my gosh. That's totally right. I, you said that and I completely yeah. forgot. 60 episodes. Yeah. That's crazy. And you know what's even weirder? I, I've noticed that. people that, actually listen. Yeah. Because over the last course of like maybe the last month or two, I've noticed that like our listening, our plays have gone up by like double per episode, which is crazy. Where are all you people coming from? I don't know. I love it. Thank Keep you. it coming. Yeah. Thank you, cause we love you so much. So subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to not miss one. Yeah, go to our Instagram at MAF Podcast Show, where Michael always puts up show updates. And this week, I'm going to throw up a picture of the the podcast puppy. The podcast I call her a puppy, puppy. but she's 15, guys. Yeah. But she's still a puppy in my heart. Yeah, I mean, when you see these pictures, Ooh, she's, she's so cute. She's a mush. You can uh, spread it around to your friends, and they can just follow us. Just if they want to see pictures of Harley. Yeah. <laughs> If you want to email us pictures of your dogs. Yes, please. Oh, everybody email us pictures of your dogs. Mafpodcastshow at gmail.com. Yes. And now I'll just, uh, every week I'll just cry my ass it, off. Yeah. Oh, God. And uh, until the very next time, everybody. When you decide to get married to that certain someone, <laughs> you're already making a pact, guys. You don't have to add... A rider <laughs> to your yeah, vows. You don't have to asterisk until death do us part. Yeah. <laughs> so until next time, guys. Um, if you're going to have an affair, don't tell your spouse because they might mark that person. Bye. Goodbye. We love you. Bye. Bye.